Rebecca, I'm coming to you from my bedroom. I pray that what I'm about to speak edifies your life right now in this time of crises, um, dealing with the quarantine and dealing with the sickness that's going around. And I just have a question. What happens when your faith is under fire? What happens to you when you see everything around you that's bad? And you see diseases and you see that cancer is still growing and you see that your financial stability is still not where it should be, especially now in times of like now, everybody's out without work and you still have bills to pay and unemployment is going to take forever to come. And these are things that are happening around us and happening to me. And what happens when your faith is under fire? When you think of faith, the first thing that you have to believe is It's seeing something that's unseen. Believing in something that's unseen. This shall too shall pass. The Bible strictly says that we have to go through these things to reach the next level. Trusting the unthinkable. Trusting. Trusting in God. You know, the story of Job is very strong in this time of need. Because Job, if you look at him, he was rich, righteous, and he had a huge family. He had everything that you could possibly think of. And when you have everything and everything that you wanted and you're financially stable and your your promotions and you're having a kid and you're all these great things happen and all of a sudden something in an instant just comes and does a storm in your life. What happens when you're under that fire? What happens when you thought something was going to happen and it turns around to be the complete opposite of what you believed you have everything that you could imagine you know job was attacked by satan not but only because god allowed it and let me edify on that real quick let me just talk about that one little that right there because when people get sick they're quick to be like well the devil didn't have me today or when you're you're getting a special part and all of a sudden You have all these trials and tribulations for the whole entire week. The devil tried me this week. No, my love. God gave the devil, Satan, the opportunity to come into your life to give you those trials and tribulations. God gave him permission to allow certain things to happen in your life. The devil cannot touch you, cannot do anything to you unless God allows it. See, we could blame the devil for so much in our lives, but the truth is the devil does not get the glory. When you go up there and you say, well, the devil tried me. No, God tried you. And you just failed because you 
gave the devil glorified, glorified the devil instead of glorifying God. My week was hard because God allowed it. And look where I'm standing. That is glorifying Jesus. That's glorifying God. Remember that God allows sickness and persecution. And remember that God allows people to slander you. Remember that God allows people to talk bad about you. He allows certain things so that you can understand what it is to go through fire. You have to understand that as we go, as we grow in God, the tribulations and stuff never stop. Because, yes, the devil knows. But the devil knows every way to attack you because God gave you guys that light. And the devil knows you before you know yourself. God called you in the womb of your mother. And as soon as you are called to do something for God, he already knows to attack you. And God allows it so that it can grow your character. And Job went through all these persecutions. He lost his family, his wife. His main supporter told him to curse God. His main supporter. And I know that I'm not, I'm not just talking about me by myself, but there are going to be people that you thought were on your right hand and you thought that they were going to have you at your back. But no, God will allow them to slander you and to talk bad about you. And what it's how you react towards those moments that will edify it and get to where you're supposed to be. Job didn't slander God. His friends even told him, be angry with him. Why, why would you, you're, you're in boils, you're sick, and you're still not, like, slandering God. You're not talking bad about God. And Job, he tells his, his wife, and I take it for his friends too, you are talking of foolish women. Shall we accept the good but not the bad or not the trouble? He never mentioned the devil in that sentence. He didn't sit there and give the devil glorification from it. He said, you foolish woman, you are talking crazy. You're talking smack. What you're saying is for me to, for me not to accept the bad, just to accept the good. You got to accept the bad with the good and the other way around. When you're going through sicknesses and you're going through tough times and you're going through all these trials and tribulations, you have to, you have to believe in faith that, that that fire that's happening in your life, that you're undergoing those shots and you're undergoing all these stuff that's going around you and you're going in circles and you're going in circles and you try to catch shelter. That's only God allowing things to happen to see where you run, to see where your character will go to. Would you go back to where you were? But Job was a righteous man. He was a blameless man. He didn't even blame, he did not blame God for any of it. He said, I'll take what I take, and whatever happens, happens. I'd rather die in the condition that I'm in than to back betray God. And we have to understand that the devil tries to take God's spot, and sometimes as humans, we let the devil take it. And Job was, when I think of Job, I think of, I put myself in his position. He had kids. He lost his kids. He lost his wealth. He got sick. His wife was condemning him. His friends were bashing him. And in this moment that we're living in is the end. The time is ending. We're ending. You know, this world is coming to 
to a halt. It's coming to a stop. God is about to call his church. He's about to call his, his bride. He's about to call us. And I'm not going backwards. I don't know what you guys want to do in your life. But I know for me, I'm going to go through the fire. I'm going to go through the tribulations. Because when a diamond, it has to be put in fire. It, gold. Even when you want to put it into a ring, you got to melt it. You got you to gotta shape it. And that's the hardest part is actually being in the fire. Feeling the heat from everybody, family, friends, and sometimes your own children. I can't say that my child is persecuting me or anything of the sort because my daughter doesn't. If anything, she lifts me up in, in faith because she's my, she's my vessel, you know? And with this faith under fire is what, what, what do you do? Now, like, take a self-check, do a self-evaluation real quick. What do you do when your faith is under fire? Do you humble yourself in God's presence? Do you run to your friends and listen to what they have to say? I have ran to my friends so many times, and they have all given me bad advice. A lot of times they have given me bad advice. I'm not trying to bash any of my friends. But the best person to come to for advice is God. And sometimes he doesn't tell you what you want to hear. Sometimes he says no. And you're like, but come on. Like, I need that. Yeah. But he's telling you no. Because right now, you have to go through a process. Your faith is under fire. But I believe that, you know, even with Job going through this, even at the end of the story of Job, he gets double portion. He becomes more wealthier. He becomes more. Only because what? He kept his faith on God. And he didn't turn away from God. He let the fear, he let the fear and all that stuff never to overtake him. It didn't overtake him. And just remember, as I'm closing this right now, take the good and take the bad. And the world that we're living in, remember that God allows this. God already said that it was going to happen. We were ready for it. We were prepared for it. And if you're not prepared for it and you're listening, I tell you now, get prepared. This is just a tip of what's coming. It's going to be hard for us to have children. We might not see it, but our children's children might feel it. And if we don't get them in the right path of following Christ Jesus, it's going to be so much harder. And they're going to live with no peace. Nothing. So as I'm closing this moment right now, I'm asking you right now, take a moment and reflect on your life. How is your faith in God? How is your faith right now through this crisis that we're going through and lockdowns and quarantine? How are you handling being in the situation or in the home that you're in? You know, you might be the one that's serving God and you're by yourself in a house that you're, that it's only you serving God and you, you feel the persecution from everybody else. What are you doing? Are you letting them persecute you? And letting it get to your self-esteem. I, I know that the blood of Jesus is covering me. I know that the blood of Jesus is covering my home. And I'm going to close this with an, a sincere prayer. You know. And I, and I pray that whoever is listening to this. That you're edified by this word. And that you seek God. Because times are hard. Times are real hard right now. Dear God, I come before your presence right now, my Lord Jesus. 
as humbly as possible, my Lord God, to glorify and magnify your mighty name. To say thank you, my Lord Jesus, for everything that's going around, the persecutions, the trials and tribulations. It's all in your word. It has to come to pass, my Lord Jesus. I thank you for the strength that you have given every single one of us to go through these pro- pro- this process. Undergoing the fire for to renew our faith in you. God, I ask you right now, those that don't know you, touch their hearts and their minds, my Lord Jesus. Right now, my Lord Jesus, touch their minds and their hearts. That'll be you, my Lord Jesus, that starts penetrating and doing something in them, my Lord Jesus, that they cannot turn away from you. That you may show them who you are. Because there's nothing more beautiful than to know who God you are. The God that you are. The Alpha of the beginning. The Prince of the beginning and the end. You are it, my Lord Jesus. And those that don't know you, let them know who you are. I thank you, my Lord God, because you are for me. No one can come against me. And you are with me. Why shall I fear? And I believe it because it's your word and it's your promise. I thank you, my Lord Jesus, in your mighty name. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you for those that are listening. May God bless you in this time. Amen.